0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the show A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. My name is Rhonda Simarelli. I'm your host for the day. The whole purpose of this show is to help you have new tools and new resources for you to live and love your life. Don't just live your life. Love your life. On today's episode, I have a really amazing guest. We just had a fantastic conversation. Michelle Lynn is the owner and founder of Designed for the Creative Mind, and she teaches interior designers and decorators effective processes to run their business with purpose and efficiency, leaving them more time to design. And I think you're really going to enjoy this interview with Michelle because we get raw and real about what the industry actually teaches and shares about interior designing. We talk about mindset, going from a corporate business to running your own business. We talk about some of the struggles with becoming a mother and so much more. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Michelle Lynn. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do today. My name is
1: Michelle Lynn and I own a successful interior design firm in Dallas, Texas. I have also started a online or side business that focuses on teaching other interior design businesses or interior design owners how to run the business of owning an interior design firm because we're all so creative that the business side doesn't come naturally. And I found that that was a big lack in the uh, industry right now.
0: That's all right, I love that. And as a matter of fact, um, I personally know somebody I worked with last year and that was one of her life goals. She wants to be an interior designer. And so having this conversation with you, um, I think that's so, what's the word I'm looking for? timely in some instances. It is time. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was another word, but I'm not going to pretend like I can find it right now. (laughs) I know the (laughs) feeling. Tip of your tongue, tip of the tongue. It is. uh, It'll come to me and I'm going to blurt it out later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it says that you start, so you started your firm in 2008?
1: Yes, you know, that was a great year for financials. That was when the market crashed and
0: i feel like like we're about to repeat
1: that i know i know so i figured if i can launch my business um in the middle of a financial crisis i also got married that year and we bought a house so it was a pretty full a pretty full plate but i figured if i could if i could weather that storm this one should be uh, relatively relatively familiar if not calm
0: I love it. So based on what you're doing today, you're, so you're an interior designer, you run a successful firm. How many people do you work with? How many people are in your group?
1: So I currently have two designers and then I have an individual who handles, um, we call her the director of client experience. She handles our discovery calls, setting up our calendars. She handles a lot of the procurement, the ordering, the logistics and so forth. And then I have some outsourced assistance as well, but there's Three individuals on my payroll plus myself, and it's just a a
0: great setup. I'm very very blessed with my team. That sounds great. Let me ask you, Michelle, because I don't talk to a lot of people who are in this field. So, um, can you tell me a little bit more about interior designing? What that is? Um, are you doing residential? Are you doing businesses? Are you doing a little bit of both? Can you tell? That me? is, is a great question. It, it is.
1: Our our focus is residential interior design. We do some small boutique commercial um, design as well. And we've done some multifamily here in Dallas. There's been a pretty big boom of apartment complexes, either remodeling or just building because the housing market has been so has been so solid. Um, but for us, our passion is truly changing homes for in for busy individuals. So We create houses that are more efficient and happier, essentially, for our clients just through the surroundings because we all believe that having a space to begin and end your day that helps you to be your best person allows you to, again, begin and end your day. It is through renovations, whether it is updating a kitchen, like a full a full remodel where you're taking walls down and you're moving things and you're changing the plumbing directions and you're changing um, where your appliances are, or it's an addition or you're opening it up so that your living room and your kitchen are kind of in a big great room. Um, So we do the renovations where we create the construction documents to hand to the general contractor so that they know exactly what the electrical plan is and so forth. It's, it's that detailed or it is, Simply taking a room, removing all of the old furniture, and refilling it with pieces that are reflective of our clients as they are today and who they want to be tomorrow. It is finding pieces that are classic but current. It is working within the budget um, and, and meeting the dreams that they have intended and just changing the overall freshness of a home. And it is just, it is so rewarding when your clients walk into a room and they tell you, I love coming home now. You know, I used to love coming home to my family, they would say, Um, Mm -hmm. but we hear this over and over, but I pull up from work and it's just like, ah, I'm walking into this place that just cocoons and nurtures me. And, um, that entails Quite, quite a bit of detail, Rhonda. In all honesty, I had no idea how detailed this industry was when I first got into the business, mm-hmm. but it is not only going through and in, in learning and climbing into the mind of your client and finding out what they like and what they don't like and who sleeps on what side of the bed and, you know, do you need to plug your electronics in and, and just like the functionality of a house. Where do you put your keys as soon as you walk in the door and how can we make this space pretty that is also functional? But it's also all of the details coordinating the large projects. So the number of moving parts in just a single room, it, we're not doing retail purchases. We're doing uh, very custom purchases. So just a pillow alone has 13 different components. Mm. And so managing all of that is is an interesting, is an interesting
0: feat. It's, it's, a, it's a circus act sometimes. <laughs> You know, I'm listening to you go into more and more detail and I I appreciate you painting that bigger picture. And some of the things that you said make me reflect back on the women that I, I work with, I coach with, because I, I coach and work with mompreneurs. And one of the topics that we we dive into is the environment, the space that you occupy, the space that's around you. And when you said begin and end your day. Is really powerful and removing that um, that cut that clutter because clutter can cause chaos mm-hmm. and it can also clutter the mind. It can affect your um, flow, your creativity. It can affect your energy. So I, I appreciate all the things that you've said. And I you said something else about removing the old, and I I couldn't write fast enough. But you talked about removing the old and putting in place things that were fresh fresh yes <laughs> yeah and you know i think that's really powerful because when you create a space that people love to come into and that cocoon it it brings a higher energy frequency to the person would you say that that's true 110%
1: absolutely and i've recently experienced it myself moving into a new house and having to refresh and update and refill some of the spaces and it's, t- you know, a couple months without that um, nurturing it could, really took a toll, really took a toll on both me and my husband individually, as well as together.
0: Um, would you say that uh, some of the people that hire you want that space that feels like that cocoon, that softness, that nurturing and they come to you because they just don't know how to be creative. Is is that it? I believe that is quite a bit of
1: it, and oftentimes it is it is the the, the female in the relationship who comes to us and says, "Hey, I need help with the house." And the husband's like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want, honey. Um, I don't think it's all that important. And then he's the one who comes back around and says, oh, my gosh, what a difference this makes. <laughs> so, um, But, yes, a lot of it is is um, the individual, male or female, whoever our client is, because we do serve, serve both almost equally. But um, they come to us because they don't know where to start or they've tried and they have failed. Um, whether it's with the size or the scale of the furniture or the space just doesn't feel finished. In some instances, our clients have a beautiful foundation that they have laid and we just come in and finish the different layers of the, of the actual rooms design or or decor. Um, Others don't have the time because they are busy professionals and whether that's a professional who gets out and goes into the workforce every day, or if it's a professional Uh, stay at home mom who's just managing her children and doesn't have the time to dig in and really work on this particular project because her priorities are elsewhere and they hire us. So it's, it it, it runs a wide gamut. Um, and Mm -hmm. others just, you know what, I don't even want to deal with it. I just want it done. Here's, (laughs) here's the money and here's what I want. And so we take what they want and make it better and, and bring it back to them.
0: That sounds great. So, I would love to know when, in the last twelve years that you've been running this firm, what is it that you enjoy most about your business and what you do? Oh, the so so it's 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 creation. I love the creativity.
1: Uh, The first few years, it was actual the the design creation. It was making beautiful spaces for individuals to to start and end their day. And then, as I got my arms around it, because this this industry was kicking my butt with all of the details that I thought I would, I thought it'd be a lot easier. Um, Then I really started enjoying building the business and bringing the systems and the practices and the processes into place and, and like laying that foundation so that if I want a ticket to go lay on the beach in Fiji, the business could run itself, you know, with my, with my team running it so it's is, it's been twofold, the evolution and the growth of it. And my, my designers who work for me now are, are actually better designers than I am. Um, and they enjoy it more. So it makes them better at those details and like just hunting for the final perfect piece. Um, so I, I love developing them and watching them grow and challenging them as well. So, um, again, it's, it's, it's that I've, I've, recognize the pattern in myself it's the creativity of the design and then it was the creativity of building the business and then the creativity of continuing to develop my team Uh, that it just gives me a lot of
0: juice yeah I can I can hear the energy in your voice so it sounds like those three factors are really what drives you every single day to show up for yourself and your business
1: yeah absolutely it's uh, it's they say, find something that you love and you never work a day in your life. And I'll have to say that's not completely true. (laughs) It's, It's still, it's still work, but I really am fortunate that I, I enjoy working and I enjoy the work that I do.
0: You said something earlier I would, I'm curious about, and I think other people might wonder too. You, you said the industry was kicking your butt (laughs) and you thought it would be easier. Can you go into a little bit more detail? Because I think that is a key component of what stops a lot of people or um, prevents them from moving forward. Yeah. Holy cow. Like you think (laughs) you're going
1: to go, you're going to become an interior designer. It's like fluffing pillows and picking out paint colors and making spaces pretty. And while that is very much a key factor of it, that's maybe 20% of the of, of the job. And you know, the 80, 20 rule is, you know, you're working on your business 20% or 80%, 80% and you're working in your business 20% for the success. Um, but the interior design industry has more moving parts than two. I, I was in two separate industries prior to this. I had run multi million dollar business units um, and thought that I I knew what the heck I was doing. I come into this and not only was the industry still faxing things at the time instead of emailing, so there was an antiquated system um, that is just industry prevalent, not so much anymore, um, but there were a lot of details that go into the the business itself, whether it is the um the sales process. I mean, how do you get clients? It's not like you can go knock on somebody's door, stick your head in there and say, Ooh, your house is ugly. You should hire me. So like finding clients is an interesting manner because you can't cold, You're not necessarily cold calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then find, you know, diving into their project and understanding their wants and their needs and their desires, and then learning how to put together a budget for projects. Um, I did not go to school for interior design. And I was also very surprised to learn that they don't teach how to create budgets or even manage a budget in, in an interior design education Um, learning how to work with the vendors and the timing of the projects is very interesting and pricing. Nobody in the industry talks about pricing. So when I was looking for a mentor or a coach or something along that line, um, nobody talked about it, so you you make these things up as you go. And speaking of mindset, you um, we as individuals oftentimes will price the value on what we believe we are worth, when in reality we should be pricing our our services on what they are worth, not what we're worth. Um, and, and distinguishing those those two differences, or distinguishing the differences between those two things, is is, is a key factor. But also just like i was saying earlier the a, a pillow that you're putting together there are so many components that go into figuring out first of all what fabric are you going to choose but then it is the detail of how much do you need based on the pattern and the repeat of it so if you need a 22 if you want to make a 22 inch pillow then you need enough fabric to to cover that and have room for the design to show but then you also need to find an insert that you should get 24 inches by the way, because then it makes the pillow look a little bit more full. And then you're trying to figure out what sort of edging you're going to put on the pillow, whether it's a knife edge or a box edge. And then you figure out about the zipper. Do you want it to go to the edges? Do you want it just part of the edges? Do you want trim? And if you want trim, do you want a tape or do you want, um, you know, pom-poms or anything along that line? And then you have to get all of these things from all of these different vendors and put them together just to make a simple pillow. And then your clients wondering why is this a hundred dollar, hundred and fifty dollar pillow? And that's just that's just to create it. That doesn't go through and include all of the coordination of getting it made and making sure that the specifications are given to your workroom and that it's delivered on time and that it comes together when your custom couch is being, you know, delivered at the same time. Imagine that for a room full of furniture you know, you're looking at a thousand moving parts easily. And oh it's God. just, holy moly. It's, 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 they make it look so much easier on HGTV.
0: Well, of course <laughs> they do, because that's TV. We can't yeah. do a backstory because then nobody would want to do this. <laughs> you know,
1: but it's, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. And that was just, that's just for a simple pillow. So I, I explain that to our clients when they come to us as well. And they're trying to understand how we work. And I'm explaining to them, you're not just putting a pillow from a a screenshot into a cart and saying, this is the pillow that we're going to use in your, in your house. We're going to make sure that it all ties together and that you get the custom or sometimes the semi-custom look that you're, that you're wanting.
0: Well, that's what I'm hearing a lot of, a lot of uh, individual customization for your client based on their desires, their Mm -hmm. needs, their lifestyle so there you're right there there's a lot of moving pieces and my first thing is god bless you because (laughs) that's a
1: lot of stuff going on (laughs) god bless my designers too because they're the ones who do so much of those details now
0: (laughs) and i'm gonna guess there's um there's a part here that again if you really want to get into the, the dark and dirty side of it yeah it's Fun designing and you're using that creativity and you're doing stuff that you like and you're creating something for others, you're painting that picture, but there's gotta be a part of this whole industry that can be downright frustrating because the person you're talking to explaining this is not really getting it. And there must be sometimes some communication issues, perhaps. Perhaps, yes, absolutely.
1: And then that's part of what was kicking my booty as well in in the early phases is I didn't know exactly what I didn't know. And then I instinctually knew that it was difficult, but not well enough to put it into words. So creating systems and processes has made that communication a a lot more concise. um, The communication is definitely a very difficult part because our clients oftentimes feel that we're just putting something into a cart and hitting shop now. But what I what I've created over the last decade or so is processes and procedures that allow me step by step to explain to our clients what each
0: what each step entails. So in other words you're making sure that you have all the details full explanation to cover all those we'll call them frequently asked questions to maybe ease their mind.
1: Yes it's it's that and sharing it with them in advance and also sharing with them the um what to expect so each week we have a friday follow up and say this is what was accomplished this week this is what we have coming up in the next few steps And as a reminder, you have a due date of whatever so that we're staying on track and the client is staying informed the entire way. And we're not tooting our own horn, but we are letting them know that even though they haven't seen us in a couple of weeks, this is what we're accomplishing.
0: Well, I know personally speaking, I can really appreciate a business that runs that way because even in my own business, because this is still fairly new for me over the last few years, um, looking at all the people I've worked with, with technology, because it was not my forte to begin with. Um, Comparing people I've worked with, the the best experience I've had yet is a woman who did exactly what you're talking about. She says, okay, what do you want? She got all of my information, got the feel of what I was looking for. And then she made a step-by-step plan. She checked in with me. She had a, a projected due date. This is the progress that we're making. And by the way, Rhonda, here's the things that I need you to still do on your end. And she was the only one so far I've worked with in the last five years that actually did that. So, um, personally speaking, I can appreciate a business giving me that kind of information.
1: Thank you. And it's how I like to be, uh, worked with as well because there's nothing worse than dumping a bucket of money. And in all honesty, this is a luxury service that we provide. We are dumping a bucket of money, whether it's a, a relative bucket of money for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, to to not know what's going on with that individual that you've entrusted that with is one of my most frustrating points in in any sort of project that I'm the recipient of. So I've taken that and it's worked so well for us. That's what I have turned into my coaching and my courses of other interior designers and sharing with them not only does it give you the confidence. To to walk out there and own your business, like you own it, you are not just a hobbyist, and then it gives you the confidence to convey this to your clients. And then your clients see that you are well organized, you're professional, you have this system in place, and they're going to like they will hire us, even though it's it may be more than they want to pay because they know that it's going to be. a a very well-delivered project and that the frustration level is, is compensated for because we are experts in this field. And, and that's what I teach to my students and my clients is that once you have this system in place and once you know what you're doing and once your clients know what you're doing, everybody has confidence and the project goes off. There's always something that goes a little wonky. It's, it just is going to happen when you have that many moving parts, but when you're well-prepared and you, you're well-communicated and you have a mutual trust and respect for each other, that's where the magic happens. It just, it, it just, it just comes together so beautifully.
0: I, I'm going to agree with you 110%. You know, Michelle, what I want to do right quick is I want to talk Briefly about this program because I feel like it's something that if you are listening and you have had a desire to become an interior decorator You've hit some key points about things that are not discussed in the industry and things that you are now bringing to the table So I would love you to just take a minute or two and tell us a little bit about the program uh, Maybe how our listeners can get in touch with you about this and if you want to share your um, the cost of it go right ahead Thank you. So, um, Designed for the Creative Mind is the
1: umbrella for a coaching platform where we're doing one on one coaching with me. We're doing group coaching. Um, It started with a dream of a course where I could outline everything for interior designers to literally have everything that I use, not everything, but everything I use on a day to day basis to run my business with processes, procedures, an actual calculator, so you know how to price your projects. Everybody's projects are going to be priced a little bit differently based on their experience, their market, their overhead, and so forth. But having this, these details, I just ripped the lid off of it and said, here, this is what I do. Is there competition here in my own town that I'm teaching exactly my processes? Yes, but I firmly believe that we are also individual that we all deliver the message a little bit differently but lifting the entire industry one designer at a time and allowing mostly women to feel empowered and to to make money that their services warrant and to be able to bring it home to their family and say this is what I've earned you know whether it is to send a child to school or to put new floors in their house or to just get out there and, and have that empowerment. If they've been at home with their children, which is where a lot of my students have come from, or if they're going into a second or third career, which a lot of my direct clients have come from, it gives them that ability to, to know, to, to expedite their learning curve mm-hmm. by a minimum of five years. So if you're just starting your business, this is a beautiful platform that will save you time, money, headache and a lot of gray hair but also I believe it uh, this business can take over your life and I think you know going back to what you're always talking about is that you can have a balanced life it's so important to be able to to be able to turn it off and be home with your family if you have a family and then turn it back on when you need to turn it back on and you might be cooking dinner and you might look at something and say, oh, that's a beautiful color combination. I need to take a picture of it and file it for tomorrow. But you're still there and you're very present. Mm-hmm. So I have a variety of different programs. I have, um, I'm going to create my course so that it's available all the time. at uh, uh, Just under $1,000. And that's just self-guided. If you want to have my presence, I'm going to release that once or twice a year where I hold your hand through the course of the modules and we have interactive group coaching sessions. And that's uh, just under $1,500. So it's a six week, five module course that is a deep, deep, deep dive. And while you get through it in six weeks, there's still a lot of room to go back and continue the implementation for a full year.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So I have a next level coaching program. If you want to dive even deeper over the content that you just learned, we do that once a year. I have other little mini courses that are in development. So I just want people to know that here it is. Here's here's what I've learned. Is it the only way? No. Is it the best way? For me, it has been. But take what you need and maybe go find some other information and blend it together and make it exactly what you need because we all I believe we all deserve to love what we do and to be profitable while we do it and, and, and have a life outside of work. I mean, that goes back to your message, a life, you know, a balanced life is so, so imperative.
0: Thank you. I, I so appreciate that plug, Michelle, because that is truly what I I want to see every woman be able to do, whether she is mm-hmm. a professional stay-at-home mom, because frankly, mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest jobs you'll ever love, and we're going to oh get that part in just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, you're you're right. And is it the the only way? No, because we are all unique, all individuals, and it's so important to be open to learning and trying mm-hmm. and learning from those mistakes. I mean, you said it yourself; you learned. Really, on the go on the fly, you had uh, training on the go mm-hmm. that's exa- that's actually the same concept we were talking about last night i 'm um, a part of a networking meeting a free ten ninety nine ladies networking meeting, and we did a zoom call last night and it was talking about our uh, staying true to ourself and to our goals and how There's several women, lots of us, who come from corporate, which is what I heard you just talk about. Mm -hmm. Who just because you run multi-million-dollar companies doesn't mean you know it all to start your own business and how to show up as a (laughs) entrepreneur. That that ego
1: got got smacked pretty quickly.
0: (laughs) It's a big shift, and. I just, if nothing else, I I want my listeners hearing this interview today to realize it doesn't really matter where you are in your journey. Um, Allow yourself to be the beginner. Allow yourself to Mm -hmm. not worry about so much being the perfectionist, but working towards being the best version of you, having the best business that you can. Um, And then what we're going to do now is we're going to kind of do a little flip here. And let's talk about that, that mompreneur concept (laughs) (laughs) and share with us, you said, In 2008, the market was crashing. You decided to start a business. You got married. So, tell us a little bit more about that part of your journey.
1: Well, I'm a late bloomer. I got married at 37. And uh, at that point, um, the company that I had worked for in corporate had been sold. And I I decided, okay, then I'm kind of done with the whole corporate, the corporate gate. This is not what I'm looking for. But I also knew. And I had promised my husband, you know, obviously that I would be the best wife possible. And so balancing the two was literally getting up at 4.30 in the morning and working on building my business and then going into work and then coming home and being a wife and then starting, you know, wearing those three hats every day for about a year and a half. And then I I stepped out of management and finally stepped out of corporate altogether. So it took me a little bit of time. So like you just said, you know, you have to start somewhere, you have to be a baby and you're taking baby steps. Um, Husband and I um, loved being married. He's so wonderfully supportive from day one, me saying, hey, I want to start this business and watching me and supporting me as it grew. And, um, from there literally just going into what could be tmi but i think it's something that people need to, to to hear about is that we struggled with infertility for a long time and it was just one of those one of those situations where we wanted to start a family and you know going into it i knew that i was older but doctor said everything was healthy my husband's younger than i was and he was everything there was healthy for whatever reason we didn't get pregnant so i just kept plugging along building my business thinking okay You know, God didn't have um children between us um in mind. That just wasn't part of our plan and we were okay with that. Uh Brian had a my husband had a a son from a previous relationship, and he is just like the sweetest thing ever. And so we both felt very blessed that he was in our lives and um things were good. We were working, business was going well. Like I said, I love building my business. And one day it was just laid on my heart to adopt. So t- almost two years ago, so 10 years into our marriage, uh, we adopted a newborn and that completely, you know, changed everything. As you can imagine mm-hmm. from a business standpoint, from a marriage standpoint, from a, from an everyday waking up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. like in a cold panic, like what in the hell did I just do <laughs> <to a> standpoint. <laughs> um, but building the business has been like having a baby and having a baby has not been like building a business, but they go hand in hand quite a bit because you have to have boundaries and you have to have discipline and you have to have, you know, goals and aspirations as well. So I don't know if I answered your question. I just kind of went off on a tangent,
0: but it it just kind of seemed to flow naturally. (laughs) You know, I just, you painted a beautiful picture and I'm sure there are a lot of women listening who can relate to being the late bloomer, getting married later, maybe having some infertility. And I Mm -hmm. do know of other women. I just spoke, I think my guest earlier this month also had uh, babies later in life. So Mm -hmm. we were laughing and it really is, um, it's a beautiful blessing. It's a big disruption if you're really yeah. quite honest about it.
1: <laughs> yep, <laughs> and, she's 21 months now, and it, everything is disrupted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's a process, and you know I, I'm laughing with you because I, I'm, I, I have children uh, from the same marriage, but I, I, I have 18 years between my first and my last. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, it, I know what it's like to to be that mom with a lot of kids and running a business from home and trying to keep everybody occupied. I also know what it's like to have, be a mom later in life and having life disrupted again. So mm-hmm. I can relate to everybody I talked to, on so- <laughs>
1: which is what makes you good at what you do. <laughs> you
0: know, I've yeah, done that, but you can overcome this. I promise you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So let me ask you, Michelle, in regards to um, you know, this new family that you have, did, did you, have you had any doubts that, you know, maybe even secretly, we're going to put you on the spot here that, I don't know, can I do this? Can I, can I run my business with a newborn? Am I able to have this family? Have you had any secret doubts that you could be successful? So I think that we all
1: have doubts. I think, every, I think for me, it's more of an imposter syndrome. So, I, I know that I can do the job, but then sometimes I feel almost like a fraud. Um, and, and by that, I mean, I think we sometimes put the highlight reel out there for our friends and our family and our social media, and all of that. And as I'm talking to my co, my coaching students and or my coaching clients and my my course students, and you know, it's, it's a bad day. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm such a fraud. I'm like, it's, but then, you know, I had a a melt, a child who melted down this morning. I spilled my coffee. I I missed a conference call with a client or just whatever, like who am I to be teaching other people how to do this? So yeah, there are definitely moments like that, but then it's kind of like, well, Come on, girl. That was a snapshot in, in like in, in the overall picture, you do generally have your act together. Is it hard? Yeah. Some days are really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, is it easy? Some days are like, Holy cow, did that just really come together that easily? And no, it actually didn't come together that easily. It was all the hard days adding up to get to that point. But I, I think anybody who, who wonders if they can who doesn't wonder if they can do it would be lying to themselves. I, I believe people like, you know, Richard Branson and Oprah Winfrey and all of these people that we look up to, I, I believe that they have these underlying fears on occasion. It's just whether you choose to live there or not.
0: Mm. That love, I like the way you put it. Decide if you want to live there or not, because we do. We, we all have mm-hmm. those days. And <clears throat> I, I too, I've missed conference calls and even just setting up stuff with interviews. Stuff happens, technology, mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I will think I filed something somewhere and I can't find it. And I just mm-hmm. look at people and go, you know, forgive me, I'm human. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I made a mistake. And if you're okay with working with a human, we can move forward and still have a great day. Yes. And you know, that's what I tell my team is that we're not working in
1: the emergency room. Nobody's going to die on our shift. Mm -hmm. No, you know, it's, it's it's just like, let's keep this, keep this in perspective. And then I have to grant myself that own grace because so often it's easier to be graceful to others than it is to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I really believe that you have to, You have to turn that grace inward and allow for that imperfection to get through every
0: day. Absolutely. And, you know, what I see, Michelle, is women like yourself, we we have to be careful who we compare ourselves to, because I'm going to be honest. I can look at your, um, your one sheet that you sent me, and if I... Didn't know better, it would be so easy to go, Oh my gosh, this woman is so successful. I'm looking for the Dallas Morning News, Addison Lux, this old house, Texas Living. I'd be like, Whoa, who am I to interview such a successful woman? Which is so funny because I felt the same thing as I got to know you and
1: listen to some of your podcasts and so forth. So I think we all have to remember that it's inherent in all of us. And, and we all put our pants on the same way and there's good days and there's bad days. Some days you feel like you can rule the world and other days you don't want to get out of bed, (laughs) (laughs) especially after a weekend with a (laughs) two-year-old.
0: And that's, you know, we're, it's, it's just a whole process, right? Looking at the bigger picture in life and knowing Um, I I really believe when we can identify, you know, these things that bring us joy and why we're doing it. Yes, we know money is great. Money helps us, you know, run the world, but look at what's going on right now around us, you know, Mm -hmm. the time to appreciate where you are, who you are, what's around you. And if you've been the person who for the last, you know, one, five or 10 years has said, I just don't have time to do XYZ. Well, guess what? I think this week and next week you I <laughs> know. I think so.
1: And I also want to add to that is like just build the jet while you fly it. Yeah. So many people think that they have to have something finished before they can start. I and mean, how does that work? How do you have something finished before you can start? You <laughs> literally have to build the jet while you fly it when it comes to business.
0: I did hear somebody talk about that. Build it while I, while you're flying. Mm-hmm. And that put new perspective on, uh, you know, things that I am working on as well. So I I just want to say thank you so much. I'm looking at our time going, wow, this is a little bit longer than usual. But I so enjoyed our conversation. (laughs)
1: Likewise. Likewise. I've um, been a fan of yours. So I appreciate you having me on your show. Very much so.
0: Well, thank you. Feeling is mutual. And are there? Um, oh, you know what we need to do. I will have this in the show notes too. But why don't you just tell everybody about their business and how they can contact you if they want to know anything
1: else? Fantastic. And I also have some goodies that I will leave oh. available for your for your. Um, I'll email it to you as well for your audience. So let's see. You can find me on M L Interiors Group dot com. And then from there, there's all sorts of Instagram handles and and Facebook and so forth, but it's ML interiors group on Instagram. The, um, the coaching aspect of it, the interior design course is through the platform called designed for the creative mind.com. Actually both of those websites are tied together and they're also tied together via Instagram. So you can easily toggle back and forth. The ML interiors group is for, um, design enthusiasts and design for the creative mind is for individuals who uh who who want to become designers decorators or take their existing business to the next level. And so for for your listeners I have if you if you're not interested in learning how to be an interior designer or up level your business but you want something that might help you around your home we have an e-design service. So no matter where you live, so first of all, I will fly to you and, and give you full concierge service if that's what you want. But if you are just interested in a refresh, we offer an electronic design service. And heck, depending on how long this you know self, um, self-quarantine what goes you- on, <laughs> it's a great option because then you don't have to shake anybody's hand. Um, but we're taking 10% off of the virtual services and I have a page that is, designed for the creative mind backslash balanced life. And I'll get all of that to you via email.
0: Um,
1: The second thing is an annual review and planning guide. And this is for any business owner. And it's a workbook that can be done any time of year. Yes, it is a little bit creative slash design related, but it can be applied to any business. Um, And I go into the end of every year going through a review, going through a plan and depending on what time of the year and how business is going. I don't think it's a bad practice to review it quarterly. Um, And then finally, if you are interested in some coaching or the masterclass that I offer, I'm offering a hundred bucks off of that for your listeners, whether it's self-paced or guided. So all sorts of options um, because everybody's at a different place in their life. I, I firmly believe in what you're doing because it's not just about entrepreneurship. It's not just about health. It's not just about family. It's, it's, it's about the balance and, you know, you can have it all, but maybe not all at the same time.
0: It, that's exactly right. We got to focus on one thing at a time without losing your sanity. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked to my husband, he's one of the funniest, He he's one of my favorite clients to work with, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I even said to him the other night, I'm like, you're amazing. You're supportive. You've always worked hard to support the family. We've had our ups and our downs. I feel like we are the epitome of those wedding vows. And I said, but let me ask you, I said, given what we've been through, you know, if you found out you were going to die in two weeks, can you honestly say, I'm glad I did? Are you still going to be wishing I had, you know, do you Mm -hmm. have guilt and regrets anywhere? Or are you really proud of who you've become and what you've done? I love that. Because if you are feeling like guilt and regret, wish I had, then this is a time of our life. We need to reevaluate what decisions that we're making Mm -hmm. for what purpose.
1: And I think that's a, it's a great question to ask yourself and and your loved ones and especially your spouse on a, on on a recurring basis,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, maybe not every week that would get old, but, (laughs) but yeah, and I that's one of the things when it came down to adopting my daughter. I mean, I was 47 at the time that the decision was made, and I was like literally, "Oh hell no. No, 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 no." I we love our <coughs> life, etc. And then the deciding factor was if I got to the end of my life and I met the person that I could have been, what would I regret mm-hmm. not doing? And it would have been being a mom. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's a, it's a great perspective to look at and just say, what would you regret? And then make sure you get out there and do it. And if it's starting a business, start the damn business. Mm -hmm. If it's adopting a child, adopt the child. If it's traveling when the travel bans are, (laughs) when the travel bans are released, get the damn travel in. (laughs) So I
0: yeah, that that's exactly it. Just do it because you know what, life. You're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna go, "Oh my gosh, I'm already 50
1: oh Yeah,
0: God, I'm yeah, I'm already fifty. <laughs> I know it
1: happens, <laughs> but I'm telling you, is the new thirty because I sure as hell don't feel old
0: <laughs> most Amen. of the time. Amen. Thank you. Although I, I, my heart goes out to you because my my last child I had at thirty eight. Uh huh. And, and um, I know. I, well, that was eighteen years later, so you can tell how early I was with a mom. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, but think of all the energy you had back then. Uh, I had <laughs> lots of energy. And then yeah. you know, the last one, it's kind of funny because um, you know, I've got some some health stuff going on, but she uh, it's just a completely different life. Life is disrupted in a funny in a fun kind of way. But I look at 47, I, I talked to somebody else who was about that age, and you know, God bless you for one. <laughs> <laughs> I I I know what it's like. So um, if you know if there's anything I can do for you, even if it's just the mom ear support, going yeah, baby, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, reach out because I I have
1: four of them. Okay, (laughs) it's amazing. It is just amazing. But thank you. It's 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 nice to have that that support and and women who understand that you know the body is slowing down. I don't I don't move nearly as quickly as I used to. But I will say that the the wisdom that I bring at this point mm-hmm. is just like, I don't worry about the kid nearly as much. It's, it's like, you know what? She's going to put dirt in her mouth. It's not going to kill her. Do we want her to do it all the time? No, but come on, you know. <laughs> she's going to run into a wall. It's not going to, it's not going to kill her. She's going to bounce off of it. She's going to cry. She's going to be okay. So like the worrisomeness I've gotten past, whereas I, I know if I would have had a child in my thirties, that poor kid, that poor kid.
0: <laughs> I mean, there was a reason why you didn't have one earlier. <laughs> uh,
1: there is. There's a reason I didn't get married earlier too, because I, I don't think I would have stayed married because I was just over analytical and not the person I was supposed to be. And so I firmly believe God has a path for all of us. And once I sat down and followed, instead of tried to do my own thing, my life has really turned out more beautiful than I ever could have imagined.
0: Oh, well, congratulations. And I know Thank that you, you. do beautiful work in so many different ways. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm fortunate. All right, everybody, there you go. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Michelle Lynn as much as I did. And if you did, make sure you share it with three of your best friends. Leave us a five star review, share a comment. And don't forget during these times of uncertainty and more chaos than normal, here at A Balanced Life for You, we really strive on helping you calm that chaos, regain control and reclaim your personal identity because you are the nucleus of your family and everything that you do has an immediate effect on those around you. So if there's anything that we can do, whether it be our self-guided course, Life Directions mini course, whether it is just plugging in and having a free call with me, make sure you go to Chaos to Clarity on the website at a balanced life for you forward slash apply fit and fab lifestyle is an ongoing program you can join us anytime that is on the website as well if you have questions leave me a message on on the post touch base with me on the website just let us know how we can be of help and we will see you in two weeks